Hey there, my name is Sam and you are listening to The Sammy TV, Season 1, Episode 1, The First Inseparable Heartbreak. What do people do in the morning? To be more specific, what do Indian teenagers do in the morning? They wake up, scroll through news or maybe their Instagram feed while they are brushing their teeth. Then they take a bath. After that, some of them just go to the room where they have all the idols and they pray, have their breakfast and then they're off to school. Well, today, my morning was different. As usual, I was in my bedroom and it was midnight. Technically, it was morning because it was true. I took a break from my biology session and stood up from my seat. I stretched my hands and saw myself in the mirror. Dark circles, frizzy hair, average height, thin face and absolutely no muscle mass. My parents say that I should get dumbbells and a boxing bag at home. I think they are right. But I was on my period that day. I desperately wanted something sweet to eat, but not that much sweeter. After fantasizing myself as a hot and healthy teenage girl, I was going to grab something to eat and I saw that my mum's room light was on. Thought that she might be working. I didn't want it to disturb her. I went to the kitchen and saw that some Kit Kat shake was left. Why wouldn't dad tell me about the shake that was left? He may have lied to me because of the unhealthy eating habits that I had. That's not cool. Men don't get their periods, no. That's why. I went back in my room and had the most delicious shake and some more biology. The next thing I remember was me drooling on the study table. The lights were switched on and I was a bit unconscious. Then I slowly took my phone, kept on my left and tried to keep my eyes wide open. Oh shit, what the hell? I screamed. I missed all five alarms I set yesterday. Shit. I surprisingly slept on the table and I was drooling. Ew. I washed my face and set my frizzy hair. I felt gross that day because I didn't take a bath and I wore my uniform like that. I took my metro card, my phone and my airpods. I reached the station, got the back checking done and then I was just there. Waiting for the train to come. I was waiting and waiting and waiting. There came a cleaner. I asked, excuse me, has the train left? He answered while grooming the floor. Yes, it left some time ago. I checked the time and I saw that I was 15 minutes late. Why am I even going? I asked myself. There was no test today. Plus, I have managed to come every day since the session started. I can complete more of my slavers in this day. Today's Friday, so I have got three days. Amazing. But my father always say, Jenny, if you make a plan so happily and you make that plan in minutes without a practical thinking, it will be definitely ruined in the end. Well, I don't know if that's true. This little plan I fantasized in my mind, I thought, damn. It's just so perfect. So I went back home and I plugged in my AirPods and was listening to some top-rated podcasts. 
I reached my home and I saw that eight to nine people were standing outside the house. I mostly saw men and some two to three people in their mid-twenties. Something was wrong. I could feel it. To find out, I walked through them and heard one of the old men saying, I don't think they were ever prepared for this. What the hell? I just reached home. What the hell is happening? You don't expect your old neighbors to come and stand at your doorstep like this. But prepared for what? My heart was pounding. I started walking briskly towards the door. Well, the first thought that comes to your mind is death. People you met years and years ago come and say how close they are to your family. That's not true and I don't even have to explain this. I walked briskly towards the door and I had a flushed face because no one expects anything like this on a normal fine morning. To be honest, when I pushed the door, I saw many aunties. The ones who lived nearby and they are the ones who actually stand by our side. I could see them all sobbing. One of the aunties came closer to me and hugged me saying, We know this is hard for you. We will get through this. Shit. Oh my goodness. I think now it was confirmed. Someone was dead. Someone was dead in my house. I don't even know about it. Who was it? Everything was fine yesterday and suddenly this. I haven't seen any body yet. I just left the house for 30 minutes. 30 damn minutes. I patted on her back and I whispered in her ear. Uh, auntie, what the hell is happening? Uh, I, I, I don't know a thing. What are these people saying? Auntie was astonished. She put a hand on my shoulder and started sobbing even harder. Oh my goodness. I was sure by now that someone was dead in my house. I could not see anyone though. I left her there and I asked around some other women. They told me that my dad was upstairs. I rushed. I rushed as soon as I could. A great tremor took over me. I could not hold the heartbreak the moment I saw what was going on. My dad was down on his knees. I could no longer stay there. I rushed to the washroom with a flood of uncontrollable tears rolling down through my cheeks, which was followed by the action of a punch in the wall and a big regret of not seeing my mommy for one last time in her room. This was a cocktail of emotions bombarding in me at once. I could feel the real sadness, guilt, cynicism, hopelessness and despair all at once. I should have gone to her room that night. I feel so stupid. I just took my bloody Kit Kat shake and without even peeping into her room. My life has changed after this. She was my mom. I could not even imagine this day had to come this early in my life. My mom was on a deathbed. After this incident, my mom wouldn't be with me in any situation, whether good or bad. That fact hurted me a lot. You can't imagine anything like this. I could not sit and just moan. 
I had to work. I had to move. I had to make some arrangements for the visitors coming. Even though my poor father fell on the floor, I knew that I was strong and I could bear with the pain. But I would try to heal my daddy dear soon. I took a deep breath, and I washed my face. I went down to do what my mom would do at this time. If she were here at my place, she would make arrangements for the visitors coming. I kept some disposable clubs on the table. My mom kept them for emergency. Didn't ever imagine this kind of emergency. I poured water in all of them and started serving it to everyone. One of the aunties took the tray away from me and told me to sit and take some rest. All the men over there, including my dad, took my mom's body and burnt it with all the religious practices done before that. These nine to ten people gave my mom a very nice funeral, a quite peaceful one, they say. This was the morning I didn't ever wanted to come back in my life. My aunts, my father, and a few of his friends gave my mom a nice funeral. I was dying to know how did it all happen. I of course didn't ask the people around. That was it—the worst morning with the worst moments of my life. I do not think if it's appropriate to say this, but my dad was right. When you fantasize a plan so easily, unexpected circumstances ruins your plan. This was a moment highly unexpected, and yes, we were never prepared for this. This story was edited by. Avigna Parul Pandey, Garima Mehra, Shishti Singh, and Sheshta Singh. If you enjoy this segment, please don't forget to share it with your friends, family members, and the people who love listening to podcasts. Thank you, everyone, for lending me your ears, and God bless you all.